Thanks for coming out here, guys. Thank you for bringing us. Looking to the left over this. So warm up. What's up? So we got to walk faster so we can warm up. Okay. Looking to the left, we've got a beautiful, partially snow-capped mountain. We're at about 1,500 feet up here near the Cougar Dam. In the snow, nonetheless. My feet are no longer cold, though. Yours are, huh, Trevor? Mine, are, mine aren't cold, but my whole body's cold. Really? Cold. All right, let's get moving then. Well, guys, I was really thinking for episode 20, I was wanting to create either a holiday edition of the program or uh, the War on Christmas episode, as I was going to call it. The more I think about it, you know, I haven't done Christmas for a long time, whether it's presents or even observing it. Or I kind of see Christmas the same way I see Donald Trump. You kind of got to acknowledge this behemoth nuisance, this obnoxious elephant in the room. This thing that no one can ignore. I will say, though, this year, and it's maybe because I don't hang out in cheesy places like shopping malls or places where you're inundated with Christmas music and I don't watch TV. I try not to anyway. It hasn't really been all that present. Yeah, it's been refreshingly absent. <laughs> Maybe it's just because where we live it's just kind of commonplace to put the nonsense behind. The Beaner's been playing some really really heinous jazz depth piped in yeah, sounds like Disney got their hands on it, and oh, even worse. Did like, it sound like Market of Choice got uh, their hands on it? I'm sure. <laughs> oh, look at oh, this! Right. Ahead in the road, there's a big branch. Oh wow, that's yeah, falling. a tree. That's a, looks like a whole tree. Let's pull it to the side. I think it's a little heavy. I don't know, but with three of us, let's attempt it. Strapping young lads. Well, I'm holding this recording <laughs> device, guys. I'll record your attempt at moving it. <laughs> But yeah, Christmas has been kind of absent. You're right, Shane. And I'm very thankful for that. And not being under that holiday obligation of having to buy presents, having to go to some church service, or really do anything on Christmas. My, my family doesn't even live in the area. My extended family, I guess you could say. But uh, this, is, this will definitely be a hazard for someone driving through. I bet we could pick it up and swing it about the guardrail. We probably have to take this chunk of the tree off first. This top piece that's... I'll get this other part out of the road. Yeah, this thing must have fallen within the last 48 hours. There's a tree blocking the road up on this mountain pass. Here, I got this side.
Oh. There we go. Oh. Damn, watch yourself so you don't get whacked by these branches. And this part here on the right side of the road. Easily get that off. There was a tree that had fallen across the bike path on my way home the other day, and uh, I ran home and grabbed my chariot and chopped it. Your bicycle powered chariot? Yeah. Put it on the chariot and took it home. Is it some good firewood? It'll have to probably season. I don't know if you have to season. Softwoods. Yeah, they're gonna suck either way. Oh, yeah, yeah, this isn't bad. You got it all by yourself, heck. <laughs> you got it with one finger. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> not so cocky now. Lift it high enough to clear the rail. Alright. Heavy. Yeah. Well, uh, look what someone is. A little more, Dan. All right. Look what someone has written on the guardrail right here. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> We're on a pretty desolate road. Interesting that we would see that here, but we are close to the hot springs. Our good deed for the day. You know how much this would cost taxpayers if they had to like actually hire someone to come out? Probably at least three hundred dollars. Because it's so remote. And but anyway, yeah, back to the Christmas thing. Yeah, Christmas. It is nice that it is kind of absent, and I really felt I don't necessarily want to spend a whole lot of time on Christmas. Let's think about something else. Yeah. I mean, solstice, the return of the light. Which I am, I much appreciate the dark season. I'm going to hate to see it go. Well, it'll be a while before it's noticeable. It's not until probably May before you start having real warm days. As of the taping of this episode, this is almost one year of doing the podcast. One year of the Spirit of the Forest. Episode 20? Episode 20. Episode 20. 20 episodes in one year. That sounds like a good rate. Yeah, and who knows where it's going to go. So, like, I, I wish for anybody else, let's just not even worry about Christmas and let's enjoy the winter. Yeah. Christmas is bullshit. Why do you say that? Christmas is bullshit because I grew up with Christmas. Christmas as a religion. But 
not not a religion like about God, but religion it was a materialistic Christmas and we believed in Santa that Santa brought all of these good things on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day we'd have a ton of presents under the tree. And it wasn't even under the tree, it was all completely covering the living room floor. And it was a miracle to us kids that we didn't have this many presents last night and then we went to sleep on Christmas Eve and woke up the next day and we had all this stuff. And my mom paid a lot to perpetuate the lie that Santa exists. And we believed in Santa for a long time because when we asked her directly whether Santa existed, she told us yes. And we believed her. We had no reason not to. And we got a ton of presents on Christmas Day every year and they all said from Santa, why would we believe any different? How old were you when you finally realized Santa was a lie? Sixth grade. Oh wow, you were a late bloomer. Exactly. Did the kids make fun of you? No, because I didn't actually believe it. You didn't go around school, hey, Santa is real as a fifth grader. I didn't actually believe it in the same way that I didn't actually believe in God. And the very first thing that I thought of when I found out that Santa isn't real, I thought, is God also not real? And it didn't take long for me to come to the conclusion that God is exactly the same as Santa. Yeah, I also believed in Santa up until, uh, I think it was more like second or third grade for me, but when I realized that I had been had with really believing in Santa, I mean, really, really believing in it, where else did I the too, presents come from? You know, it was pretty obvious though. My mom's handwriting was pretty. She would. She wouldn't even buy stickers. Like say from, from Santa, she would just put from the fat man in the big red hat. Like, oh gosh, now I know Santa's not real. Christmas became but, way more fun after Santa was no longer real. We still gave gifts and we still celebrated Christmas. It was. That's what my mom does. Half of the year, she celebrates Christmas. She keeps the decorations up half she the keeps year. The de- she puts the decorations up early, and she keeps them up late. Ugh. Usually about January 3rd was our cutoff point. Before Mom would get frantic, and another family fight would ensue. <laughs> yeah, I would say... um I think I enjoyed two Christmases in my life when I was showered with gifts because that's how I was brought into it. It was so great. But then as I had younger cousins, us older kids, we were getting a little ripped off. We'd get one present while the younger ones would get three and four. And that's a horrible way to view Christmas anyway. Um, once, we, once we no longer got presents under the tree from Santa, we had a lot of fun making up names to put in the from section of the tags. And we would make the presents from everyone. Bill Clinton, uh, our crazy neighbor, John Bob. 
John Bob. John Bob. That sounds like a crazy name. John Bob. Uh, he, uh, very interesting character. <laughs> he built his house halfway on private property and halfway on national forest property. And he was a hermit and he lived by himself. And he hated the barking dogs in the neighborhood. And we had dogs and our dogs barked. And we were his neighbor and he would yell at us, yell at us because of our barking dogs. And uh, he ended up killing himself. Oh he locked himself in his closet with the generator running. And we, it snowed and we saw there were no tire tracks coming in or out of his driveway for a long time. So my mom called the police and they went and they found him dead in the closet. That was John Bob, and John Bob gave us presents uh, after Santa was no longer real. <laughs> I was raised by skeptic atheist dad. Did he do the Santa thing when you were a kid? <clears throat> uh, he and my mom had a light duty charade about Santa coming in through the window, but it was not maintained for very long. <laughs> and I don't remember, I don't remember any particular drama of learning the truth. Uh, um, I've never been particularly good at figuring out what to buy for people, so unless, unless I have the thought, oh, that person really needs this thing that I have the ability right. of acquiring, I don't usually get gifts for anybody. Yeah, that's another thing I never liked about gift giving is you're you're very likely getting somebody something they don't need or don't let's let's say they told everybody I really need a can opener for Christmas and uh, then everyone gets them a can opener. Hey, can you guys hear that? Listen. Can you hear that? Wait, what is it? I hear it too. That's the spirit of the forest. family, my mom dead, and then all my family, friends, you know, everybody come over. What do you guys do? Well, we got hams, we got turkey, we got uh, mashed potato, everything, you know, we got wine and beers, whatever. I'm, you know what, I'm not worried about the present too much, okay? But it's just fun together. You're not worried about the present? Huh? 
you say you're not worried about the present? No, I'm not worried about that. What, where's your focus? Man, you know what? I got so much stuff in the house, my place over there. Well, actually, it's not my place. But I got some clothes in my dresser and still have tag on. I have a worthy. But I just, you know, I just, uh, you know, I appreciate it. My friend come over and, you know, just enjoy ourselves, do what we need to do. You gonna change? I've got bills. Okay, that's fine. Do you, you like $2 bills? Yeah. Got some of those. Can I have this? Sure. Two two dollar bills. Okay, that's fine. Thank you, baby. If you wanted to drink that away, if you wanted to get something to hey, eat, if you, you wanted to get what? something for somebody else, Listen, I don't it's no, not, no 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 I don't judge. I don't do drugs or nothing. I do like to drink. You're welcome to drink. But the drug things is off my list. God damn you me. Mr. Guy, he got a whole bag of it. A couple of weeks ago, somebody gave me, a, you know that medication bottle that you have? He have like a bunch of weed in there. And he gave it to me, he, he rubbed about like uh, $2 and he gave it to me. You know, I don't smoke that shit. I still have it. What do you do? As far as? I mean, what, what polishing you do, um, what drum you do? I don't know what you mean. You like to smoke? Um, I would not do LSD you, again. You just got out there, huh? Yeah. How long you been in there? 20 minutes, if that. What? You know what? Sometimes pretty good in there. Oh, I bet it could be. How yeah. are you doing? Yeah, sometimes but. good over there. I've been in there. I used to work in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, long time ago. But you know, the, the thing is, when I work in there, people like me, and I have people, when I get ready to leave, go home, and I have people chasing after me. So uh, that's why I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. Oh, hi there. Are you the blind guy? Yes, I am. Come on in. Would you like me to take off my shoes? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Probably okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you like me to take off my shoes? Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hi there. I'm on my way out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. Take care.
geez, Peter, it's nice of you to come out. It's so wet out here. It's not that big of a deal. I grew up in Wisconsin. This was nice weather. Yeah, it's just too cold. Well, it is Christmas time. It's usually cold around then. Of course, but why are we outside? Because we need to talk about a few things, Peter. What is it this time? First of all, this whole Christmas gift exchange. I'm really sorry about this morning. I, I shouldn't have shouldn't have yelled at you the way I did. It's okay, I've forgotten about it. But it was pretty obvious that you didn't appreciate the gift I got for you. What? I'm, I don't really want to argue about it. We already talked about it this morning. I, I think we've I think we've said enough about it. Don't you think? It just seems a little odd that I went out of my way to get you these specialty tools. And as you know, I was laid off of work two weeks ago. Yeah, laid off? You mean fired? Um. Well, they laid off twelve other guys from my division. You, maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, you know, you could be right. He's talking about he wanted his end of the year bonus to match up to last year's. Eh? So guys like me are just kind of thrown out on our butts. No one cares about us. I care about you. Right Sometimes here. I really wonder, because if you cared about me, you wouldn't be giving me trouble about moving mom out here. Okay, she just lost my dad in October. And she cannot live on her own. And I am have no possible way of putting her in a nursing home up there in Monaco, Wisconsin. Well, well, you know that I cannot stand that woman. She is my mom. I have to speak differently when she is around. I have, I have to pretend to be like a man. Like a man. Yeah. Calm down before you pull another groin muscle there. Well, it's your fault. I think you've been getting a little fat lately. You've put on... Ho what? Uh, ho how mm. much weight? How much weight have you put on? It's is the it, holidays. That is no excuse. Off, off-leash dog. Well, you're you're kind of looking like a Miss Piggy yourself. Ah, Ron, why are you leading us through this mud? You know you could walk around it. Yeah, I wish you'd told me we we're going to go through here. I would have worn better shoes. Yeah, those platforms that you own. Why, why That's not what I meant. Why didn't you wear those? Well. Listen, I wore those once, and it was a charity drag show. Yeah, one that was very embarrassing. In fact, get your hands off me. We're, oh. we're bound to cross paths with people on this trail. There is no one out here. It is rainy and cold, and you and you think that you're and you're worried whether well, who, not who are those people with us? their dogs? Man, eh? They eh? were over there. We just passed them. So what? Let's keep walking. I want to get out of here. It's too muddy. Yeah. So ever since Dad died. You know that mom is having a really hard time taking care of herself. You want to talk about that and again? I, I can. I cannot afford to fly back. I said, leave her. Of course you would. You have no relationship with your mom. I love my mom very much, from a distance. Yeah. Well, if you ask me, that's why your family is dysfunctional. 
No, the reason they're dysfunctional is because they can't understand and never learned to respect other people's windows of particularity. They do not grasp and recognize the validity of other people's perspectives and the ability to see the world in a different way and have a different personal reality. Do you understand? This is, these are the same kind of people who don't get that you can have sex with whoever the fuck you want. Okay, well, maybe they recognize things that are perverted and, you know, your, your parents... First of all, perversion is a social construct. A social construct. People make that up. Why? Because of, of their individual windows of particularity that they have convinced themselves to think that one way is a right way when we're really talking about relative values. Okay, I'm getting a little tired of these humongous words, these elitist academic slogans that you think make you sound smart. If you, if you had gone to school to study something meaningful like philosophy or, or the humanities in general, like English or, or theater or... Oh, or, yeah, we've seen how useful your degree is. Exactly. Would you, would you like fries with that? We won't even discuss that one summer when you and that half-girl, half-guy were going around whoring yourselves. And it's lucky for you that they shut down that website because, you know, you think your parents don't understand you now. You wait until they see you doing pornography. Listen, I control my own sexuality, and I learned that at a young age, something that you still have not learned. Yeah, I know you control your own sexuality. Ah! Hey! Let go! You like that, huh? No, stop it! Let go, let go, let go! Listen, I only like it when I give consent, and I do not give consent. Let go! Yeah, you used to like that. I don't like it anymore. Stop pushing me, Peter. Pushing you? You're concerned about pushing you? You grabbed my balls, and it was too hard. It's about consent. Remember when we went to couples counseling, we talked about consent. Oh yeah? Look over there. Ah! Hey, let go! Don't act like you don't like it. I, I don't like it if I don't give consent! There you go again with those big words. The fuck is that? I, I, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. You just punched me in the face, Peter. You know what? I, I'm sorry. I'm really <sighs> sorry. Look at, feel that. It's loose. What is loose? My bottom tooth. No, it is not. It is loose. It is not. I don't even hit that hard. Okay, I, I'm moving it. I can feel it. That tooth is loose. Why'd you punch me in the face? You were just... Okay, you... I've had enough! You told me you like it when I'm aggressive. Who is the top in this relationship? I am! You know that I am. If you're ever topping, it's because I give you consent. Whenever we're fucking, who is in control oh, most you of have the time? To, do you have to put it that way? No! Who is in control that, most of the that time? That guy over there is looking at who us. Who gives a fuck? Shut up! Shut up! He's looking at us. He knows we're gay. He knows we're fucking gay. I... He'll know. He'll know we're don't, gay if I kiss you. Don't look you, at me. Don't look I don't at me. Feel like kissing. Don't you. anyone look at me. I don't know this guy. He's crazy. He's fucked. Get away from me, Peter. Quit touching me. I'm not I touching do not you at want all. them to know we are fucking gay. Will you stop? I am. I am not touching you at all. Yeah. Now you're not because I fucking moved your hand. Bullshit. There, there is two feet of space between us. Plenty of room for Jesus, if you will. Oh, 
you know, why do you always get this way around Christmas? Mocking Jesus. And, and I don't think I mock Jesus anymore around Christmas. You're off Christmas your medication, aren't you? Aren't you, Peter? Medication, medication, nothing. You're the one who, who has prescribed antidepressants. Remember when you were in therapy? Yeah, well, have you I'm ever not supposed them? to be have mixed. You? No, I have not because exactly. I cannot mix beer with my medication. It ah. says so on the bottle. Yeah, who's been getting fat? Hmm, Miss Piggy. Oh, well. Who's been drinking my beer without my permission? Hey, it's for your own good. Get your hand off of me. Hello? Hi. Hi, yeah, hi. Get away from me. They're going to think we're gay. They're 20 feet away from us already. They don't. Have- yeah, well, you see, they are a straight couple, a man and a woman, doing things Who the way. Who gives a shit? No, I do. We okay? are living in fucking Northwest America, Oregon. <sighs> And they you know what? If care. we were back in Minocqua, you and me would be outcasts. Okay? Nobody would accept us. It's getting windy out here, Peter. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's cold and wet. I'm ready to go home. Okay. I'm tired you of having what? these conversations. I think you can sleep outside you know tonight. What? You're in the doghouse, mister. So, so you remember, you of course remember the earthquake. Who was on top then? Who was on top? I just Who was on top? You, because I wanted to listen to my radio Yeah, program. bullshit. You wouldn't have done it if you didn't know I was in charge. It's only because you're a half inch taller than me. That's it. A but, half inch taller and a half yeah, inch we, longer. What else are you going to rub in? Hey, depends. Huh? Why don't, why hey, don't we hey, talk about my hemorrhoids next? If you, Make a joke about my hemorrhoids. How about it? Uh, you? First of all, if you don't start being nice to me, I'm not going to rub anything of yours. I'm definitely not going to touch I'll your I'll put the ointment on myself. I don't want you touching me down there. It hurts. I'm not going to touch you down there. You, you're going to go down on me, you. and I'm going to rub one out on you. If anything, if anything. Okay, Peter. And you're going to lick my butt, and you're going to suck on my balls, and you are going to wear that purple muumuu that your mom left last Christmas. Okay, Peter. And you're going to start taking your own garbage out. And when you take a shit, you're going to put the used toilet paper in the toilet, not in the trash can. Thank you very much. This is not Latin America where their, their plumbing is not good enough. We have plenty of decent plumbing. And welcome to North America and welcome to the 21st century, by the way. Hell, we've had indoor plumbing for well over 100 years. So welcome to the 20th century. What do you care? A lot of people do it that way. A lot meaning like a dozen? Well, you never used to say anything about it before. All of a sudden you care all about it. Well, I was just holding my tongue, choosing my battles. You got any more demands? No, I'm done. Well, good. I thought you were about to blow a fuse back there. Uh, the only thing getting blown around here is going to be me tonight. In fact, right now. No, Peter. We are out in public. You used to you used to think that it was really really hot and sexy to go. Fifty years ago, guys like you and I were breaking the law. So well, only good 50 thing years we're not. later. Good thing we're not now. Not thank gonna, you, Harvey I, Milk. I, Harvey Milk, thank I you very much. You didn't want to see that movie. It was a good movie. It was it was so boring. There wasn't even a single explosion. You know what? There were, there were no monster truck races. See, you like all these intellectual... You like, you like these big time... You like these thoughtful... You can stop with the inappropriate air quotes anytime. 
inappropriate. Whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not the, the grammar Nazi that you are. That everyone on our local discussion group is sick and tired of hearing you always correcting people. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to let the group know. Well, he corrects me on my grammar in person. In person. What difference? do you think of my inappropriate air quotes here? In person. Get off of me. Damn it. You just made me get mud on my new slacks. No one wears khakis anymore. Well, I do. I obviously can't wear these tonight. Not, not after you just got mud all over them. Get over here. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, oh. do you like it? Stop oh, do you it. like it? Mr. Inappropriate air quotes. You know, I don't Get know. Get your hands off me. There's someone in the car. I do not want those people in the car sleeping. Oh my god. Those are the Stop. guys I work with. They're gonna think we're fighting. I work with those guys. We just. Don't look at them. Hi. Fuck off. They didn't even hear me. Yeah, well, you're lucky they didn't because if, if they knew. They're stopping. They, maybe they didn't hear yeah, me. Yeah, maybe they're gonna jump two queers in the woods. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it's because they were queers. Who would jump queers if you weren't queer already? Those are guys that I work with and they are straight. And I'll tell you something, I want them to think the same of me. Because I need to get back on the job. Alright? I've been laid off. But my job is waiting for me after New Year's. You wait. I'm the one who writes the checks. Well, if someone wasn't going to work to put money into the bank account to make those checks happen... I have a perfectly reasonable job, and I, I will talk no more oh, about it. Oh, yeah, and these, mainly, these prospects mainly. that you have now of writing a book. Yeah, tell me all about that, Mr. Ro Robert Louis Stephenson. It's not Stephenson, it's Stevenson. Well, whatever. Your books are going to be selling on Amazon for a penny. And you, okay? you know that and is... that is not going to put food on our family. What does that even mean? I was trying to make a joke. Oh. You always accuse me of secretly liking George W. Bush. Yeah. That's a George W. Bush quote. I know. Ha ha. So funny. Well, until you're, you're almost home, guess what happens when we get home? You're going to do what first? Tell me. Gonna sweep the kitchen. And? Dust the banister. Go on. I'll take out the garbage. That's right. I, I was thinking you might forget. And then what next? If you've gotten dirty. Oh. Well, I cooked dinner last night. Well, you're going to cook dinner again after? After you take a shower. You don't... You, you couldn't do dinner tonight? No. I'm working on my book. I am not eating pork bacon hash two nights in a row. And if you think that I am going to eat cornstarch popsicles, you can forget it, Peter. You know that that's your favorite dessert. Ever since we got back from Mexico, you wanted me to make them over and over again. I finally made them again, and you're acting like you didn't like them. Well, I'll tell you one thing. They are nothing like Mom used to make. Your mom never made Mexican I grew popsicles. Up, I grew up on cornstarch popsicles. No, I lived in not. Wisconsin. You did not. Well, I'm glad you're here to rewrite my life's history. I think you're making it up. Well, when we get home, when we let get me home, tell you what you're no, going to do. Uh -uh. When, when we get home, you're going to take care of your chores 
and then you're going to service me. Will you keep that down? No one cares. You're going to service those, me. Those people are married. And if they hear this, they're going to report us to the police. Hello, we could be married too. You know, if you would get your shit together. We are not getting married. What church do you think is going to take us? Do you us? think I want to marry you right now? You're being a little shit. That was another thing I wanted to talk about, Peter. We have not gone to church once, and it is Christmas, okay? It's Christmas. And they are holding a beautiful service down at the at the Catholic church that, I don't know their name, but I, I know they share You haven't the, even been there, have you? They share the church with the, the black folks, so I, I haven't ever gone in there. I, I figured like I wouldn't fit in. God. I am not racist. You? What is wrong with you? What, 21st century. I'm just saying. 21st they hold it. century. They hold a really nice Christmas service, okay, Peter? And I am not going to the black church service. I wanted to go to the Catholic one, and I wanted you to go with me. But we cannot act queer. We have to pretend that we are just friends. or you know, we'll, we'll tell people that we're brothers. You look old enough. We could just tell people that you're my uncle. I do not look older than you. You look like you're at least 10 years my senior. Thank you. Hey, I have two months on you. Doesn't matter. Look how you've lived your life. Uh, very nicely, thank you. You're lucky to Healthier still be alive. Healthier I'll bet you, you. I'll bet you have HIV. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You that have lived. No. Uh. -uh. Shut up. No. You no. Have... Shut your mouth. That is not okay. That is disrespectful and rude. Hey. All I'm saying is no, you've been I living have dirty. I had friends, and you can shut your mouth. And that you probably caught it by sitting on their toilet seat, listen, Peter. Listen. I don't want you to act like Ronald Reagan to me right now and try to deny some shit. Well, Ronald all I know Reagan is was an actor. Ronald Reagan was good enough for and my his father. his wife, Nancy. Yeah. Not that. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, you could you could take this up with. You know, my, my history teacher, for instance, said Ronald Reagan was the best president, and that's one of the reasons I passed that guy's course, because I never passed any of his tests, but he liked my name, and he and my father were good friends. Why do you always go off on these stupid, irrelevant tangents? You remember the night that you and I met. We were doing cocaine. No, we were not. Well, I was. You were so drunk, you didn't even notice. Well, all I know is that I have really been jonesing for some cocaine lately, Peter. You just and shut your mouth. That is not okay right now. We are not going to go track down some blood. Other than you, blood. Hold on. Look at the, the car he's driving. Stop. I'll bet he sells it. Keep going, keep going. Just because he is black, that is not okay. I'll bet he had some blow for sale. Listen, the only blow that anybody's going to get tonight is you blowing me. Okay, Peter. That's right. I don't want to hear another word about it. We're almost home. Let's have a peaceful stroll. And I just want to have a nice, quiet stroll the rest of the way home. Hey, you got any blow? Got any blow? Shut up. He's going to come back. Well, it was another black guy. I'll bet he had... No, he didn't. Look, look at up. those rims. It's a, he drives a Cadillac. If he didn't, he at least knows who does have some. Yeah, I'm going home. Listen, shut up. Uh, you are... Shut up. I will tell them you're gay. Don't tell them that, please. Listen, I will tell them you're gay and that you please want... Please don't. You want them to... Please, put, Peter, please that don't. That you want to pour a bunch no. of coke on your dick and no. stick it up your ass so, so you get high that okay, way. Okay, anything but that. Anything but that. Then shut all up. All right, all right. 
You're being disrespectful. You are stifling no, stop me. It. How are we going to get some cocaine with you acting like this? We're not going to get any. Shut up. You can storm my cum up your nose if you have to. Okay, Peter. But only if you ask nicely. I don't have to fucking ask you nicely. Just make things a little bit easier. Yeah, well, a little bit easier. Right, if we're you almost home. Don't, don't touch me. The last thing I want is for our neighbors to know. You sound so much like your mom. And you know what? Just like your mom, you're just a bully. My mom was not a bully. She was and still is. Even though she is racked with dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever, she is such a bitch to everyone around her. Now she's showing her true colors. You know she is. Well, if she didn't act that way, she wouldn't get anything done. That's what she says, and I'm not going to question it. That's my mom. And I'm going to tell you something. I am moving her in. Oh, whoa. And... Stop it. What is it, Stop Peter? Stop it. Shh. Oh, my God. What is that? We have, we have heard this before. You remember? It was like a year ago or so. It's like right before, right before the holidays. That reminds me, Peter. This is our one-year anniversary. Oh, oh, let go. It's our one-year anniversary. I know, Shh, listen. What is it? I don't know, shh. I, I think it's the spirit of the forest again. Oh, not this again. Yes, it, you were there. How, I cannot believe that you are still talking about that. Look, we're gonna go back to the house. I am going to yes, take... Yes, right. We're going to go back to the I house. I am going to take a shower. Yeah, you probably should. And then you're going to brush your teeth real good, baby. Okay, Peter. That's right. You know what's going to happen next, so just don't even talk about it. You can just think about what you're going to do. And it better be good. All right, Peter. Thank you for tuning in to Corvallis Community Radio. My name is Marcus B. Wall, and I am a professional singer. I want to present to you the idea of my audio cassette tapes. I have 20 hours of instructional material on becoming a professional singer on breaking into the music industry, avoiding the pitfalls. I've seen them all, I've lived them all. I will show you the way around those pitfalls. This is one of my favorite songs that I sing to show you how I specialize in the recording of duets. 
Baby's coming home tomorrow Ain't that news, man, ain't that news I got a letter just the other day Telling me that she was on her way Also, something you will learn on the 5th, 6th, and 7th tape in the audio cassette series is In this letter, she told me she loved me Ain't that good news, man, ain't that news Thanks to Corvallis Community Radio, I am offering this at a half price discount from the original price. You have to call the phone number in order to find out the discount that we are offering tonight only through this this radio station. And here is another, this is another song that they uh, uh, play of mine. This is actually a recording that was originally made at a karaoke contest, but it went on to be a demo that got me a gig at some studios in, don't hold your breath, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I used to think that I was living big. Betting my money in almost anything. Time and time I got caught struggling. I had plans. I had dreams. I'm on the highway. Ain't going no place. Ain't got no This is my series of instructional on becoming a professional singer like myself. My name is Marcus B. Wall and I'm going to be here for about another six or seven minutes and I hope to hear these phones ring and you can get a, a special deal just in time for the holidays on my special on my cassette tapes instructing you on becoming a professional singer. I'm on the highway yeah. Ain't going no place Ain't got nowhere to run I think the deal is done Traveling, going nowhere fast. So order now. The phone number is at the bottom of your script television screen. And uh, sir, um, sir, sir, we're actually on radio. What do you mean we are on the radio? I knew we are on the radio and television. No, so, no this is a radio station. We're, we don't do television here. Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, Keep it going, I suppose. Uh, are we still on the air? We are live on the radio. There, but there are no no cameras here. If you notice, there are no cameras here. I was under the understanding that there was going to be both television and radio equipment. But there are no Okay, cameras. I've done this before. I, I've been in the business for almost 20 years. I know what a television... I know what a television station looked like. I know what a radio station looked like. I was under the impression... That this were both. I thought the technology y'all had was maybe improved and they just were small cameras. 
Uh, well, no, sir, this is radio. And you are live. Please tell us more. Order now by calling 541 8949 and you can get my 20 hours of audio instruction on becoming a professional That's actually the number for the radio station. They, they're going to need to call a number that you have set up. They are going to talk with your guy. He already told me this phone number was the one to give. On this, on this, this here piece of paper. Are you going to... Not, that's not the phone number? That's our phone number here, but... We don't... Well, I brought my boxes in. I got the boxes sir, right sir, here. Sir, we, don't, guys are gonna, I, we don't have a way to get your materials to them at, you know if they call us we just have to call you that is why i brought all these boxes of cassette tapes to the radio station and then okay we'll call and order now and if you if you call in the For next my 30 minutes home tomorrow you'll receive ain't that good news can, can the engineer turn the music down? I, I, the music is very loud in my headphones. Ain't that news, man? Ain't that news? Could, could you please, could you please turn down his headphones? So if you call in the next thirty minutes, you will receive one complimentary dinner gift certificate to. To Roleo Lil's restaurant, which it's, is... It's Rails? You, you just read this. All right. Call the next 30 minutes and you will receive a free complimentary gift certificate for dinner at Rails restaurant. But the, the catch is you have to buy all 20 hours of my audio cassette instructional tapes. My name is Marcus B. Wall. Uh, thank you. Again, the phone number is 541-609-89. Sir, sir, that is the, again, that's the radio station's phone number. People can call us, but we will, we don't have your materials. We can't send it to them. They just need to call you directly. Alright, then call me directly. My name is Marcus B. Wall. You look me up on you you can all you have to do is look up my name. It is Marcus B. Wall. You can find my MySpace page where we also have these uh, information. We have the P.O. box address where you can get these audio cassette tapes. 20 entire hours of my instructional tapes of getting into the music industry as a professional singer whether as a background singer or as a lead oh, singer. Oh, and look at that. That is all the time we have. Thank you, Mr. B-Wall, for being here. And uh, good night. Uh, you know, on to our next show, please. Coming up next, Furry Talk, part five of our in-depth discussion, How Brony Are You? This is Corvallis Community Radio.
sleep. It's time for that seasonal slumber anyhow. This edition of The Spirit of the Forest was produced, recorded, and edited by Dan Crawl. A special thanks goes out to the voices who appeared on this episode, which include Solomon Crawl, John Knight, Mary Lee Burke, Dan Crawl, Shane Willems, Trevor Held, China, and The Blinds Guy. A word of appreciation is here for Yen Pox and Rise on Detra, as well as Rico Reckless for their musical contributions to this episode of The Spirit of the Forest. I'm Bolden Wilhite Barnes, wishing you a Happy New Year or whatever year you turn it into. That shit's in your hands, not mine. Not mine. Until next time, so long. I do. Okay? We are living in fucking Northwest America, Oregon. Man, they you don't know what? Fucking if care. we were back in Minocqua, you and I would be thrown out. <laughs> I can't laugh, dude. <laughs> Sorry. If we were back in Minocqua, you and me would be outcasts. Okay.